Hey, Mar. Andrew. What's going on? You get uh, divorced again, I heard? Yeah, I did. Want to talk about it? Yeah, I do. All right, ready? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Happy Never After Pod. <laughs> Podcast is one word. I know, but that's why it's funny. <laughs> Welcome to the Happy Never After Podcast, Andrew. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and I'm Mara. Welcome to our show, everyone. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I actually am thankful that people listen to our show. I am so thank you for <laughs> Be sincere. I am sincere. Good. Good. Uh, how was your weekend? Um, Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? What else we want to talk about? Oh, I taught a class yesterday on, a, on an accident. It was so funny. Because you are a trainer. I am a personal trainer. Personal, for, though. Um, not a class. No, I, I taught class when I first started in personal training. It's a great way to get new clients. Uh, but then I only work three hours in the morning. What class, like body pump? I have no idea what class it was. No, no. What class did you used to train? Oh, uh, the ball classes. Oh. So, so like all ab work? No. Well, yeah, I guess it all incorporated abs. But yeah, we did everything on the ball. It was, and I taught a lot of spinning, cl- take, a lot of spinning classes. Did you do spinning? Yeah, because I was a pro cyclist. What do you think about spinning? Oh, yeah. So you could... Do uh, flywheel and stuff like that, and soul cycle if you wanted. Yeah, I'm not into it Yeah, anymore. I'm it's like old. a cult. Those things are. Yeah, and you have to spend your whole life making your playlist. I feel like soul cycle is like CrossFit for like middle-aged women. It's, <laughs> well, I take the CrossFit on um, 15th and at Union Square, and Richard Gere and Lucy Liu are always in my class. Where? On Tuesday, Thursday. At Soul Cycle. Soul Cycle. Not, you said CrossFit. Oh, sorry. Cross uh, Soul Cycle. Really, Richard? He can yeah, sit down with that gerbil so- up his ass. <laughs> what you a don't weird! Sit. What you a don't weird! Sit. Like rumor that just real people really ran with that. Really, really did. It's unbelievable. It's so weird. I guess like I think with the internet now, if that came out, like another crazy story would come out, and like people would be like, "Oh, so Richard Gear got a." Turbo up his ass. So what? What else? Yeah. What did Trump do? You know, it's like. Yeah, Trump always. But back in the day, back in the day, you get a gerbil up your ass. That's the only news for like fucking five years. You know how long it takes to print something and get that to you? Yeah. Yeah. That's the news. There's some. That went through like five different steps. News. That's news. (laughs) Some guy was like, we got to make sure the gerbil. Do we have enough proof that a gerbil (laughs) went up Richard? We got enough. We got a receipt for Gerbil, feed. check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hospital stay, check. Check. Like, seriously, they had to have gone through, like, a gerbil's he a big... He probably had influenza. A gerbil's bigger than a hamster. A gerbil is bigger than it. Is it? I think. I don't think so. I think so. I think it goes chinchilla, gerbil. Chinchilla. <laughs> what weird little animals, huh? People have. My friend had chinchillas growing up. Little yeah. chinchillas. Is that the same friend that... It does, yeah. It, actually, it really is. Oh my god! <laughs> I swear to God, it really is. That's awful. But he's vegan now. <laughs> he's vegan. He's vegan. Namaste. He wrote me, like twenty years later, about Did apologizing. Okay, good. Isn't that weird? Because he became uh, sober, mm-hmm. and so he's like, so he I has guess forgiveness. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, dear Andrew, sorry for spraying <laughs> lighting swastikas. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry for hanging your family and burning them outside. Yeah, sorry about sorry that. Sorry about that. I, I didn't mean it. 
Uh, but anyways, uh, I've well, been a hope vegan. Hope you're well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, bro. Love you. Thanks. Thanks. I needed that. Oh, God. He, uh, he actually just wrote me a message recently or left me a message saying that he loved the podcast. <laughs> Swear to God. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say who it is, but yeah. I posted a joke on Facebook and then a bunch of the bar patrons from where I used to work started. Call- it's a fucking joke. And they started calling me and they're like, what is that? You're single again? What happened? And so I just sent them all the link to the podcast. Oh, just find like, out your story? Yeah. They were calling me through Facebook. What kind of monster? I was like, how do they? How can they call me through Facebook? I, I got to take my phone number off of there. <laughs> I find that like, yeah, I, someone's like, tell your stab story at the Brit or whatever and they're at the like, Brit? Yeah, they're like, tell the stab story. And I was like, it's on Facebook. You just, <laughs> the video. Just find the video. Oh, you want me to search it for you? Yes. I'm not gonna tell the whole fucking story. You know You're what I mean? You're not paying me. It's here. so weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh the uh story like it it is weird like when like you end up putting all your shit online and then people think they know you, right? Yes. But uh, most of it is authentic. Yeah, but but it keeps away from you wanting to conversate with people and like maybe, like tell stories and like interact and yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to have actual friends because you already got <laughs> the satisfaction from the likes. Yeah, it's like all that gratification that you I get. Three hundred likes. I don't need phone calls. I don't need a laugh. <laughs> I don't need someone to like me. I don't. I could be a fucking loner. I got damn likes, yo. Yeah. Yeah. But then all those people that like you are because you were. A cool person, and you did conversate and sell them uh, bad cars. But like, <laughs> no, but like, it's because because you were a personable person, and I feel like the internet slowly kind of takes that away a little bit. At least for me, I don't know. I mean, you still train, so you're like, I'm with dogs all day. So you, I know I talk to people all day long. Yeah, all day long. How's that feel? Um, <laughs> it's good. I actually love my clients. I love all of them but one, and you know who you are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like you love your clients because you can control the situation? Do you feel like... I get really invested in their life and mm-hmm. in their success. Because you know that show Revenge Body with Chloe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> she takes these two people on each show and then she gives them, you know, helps them with a makeover and they have revenge for whatever. So it's 12 weeks. And at the end, they get revenge on whoever wronged them, which I think is wrong because really you should just do what yeah, you do need it for to do. You. Do it yeah. for you. Yeah, because that's not sustainable when mm-hmm. you're doing it against somebody else. And I was thinking about it, I was like, I do this with every single one of my clients. Mm-hmm. Like one of my clients just went on a first date and I was like, that's badass. And then next, like we're trying to get her to her second date with the same guy and we're, we're like doing that all together. So you get, and she's like, what should I text? So you're not just training them. I talk about their food. I talk about their sleep. I talk about their life. I talk about their happiness. You're like basically their best friend. Yeah, you're their life coach. Yeah. And happen to give them. That's why I don't want no more friends. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you've had enough. Unless you're paying me $125 yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I just really am invested in their I'm life. I'm really invested in their life. What about life? your friend Stephanie that doesn't pay you? Fuck that bitch. Fuck her. God. Fuck that bitch. We went to lunch and she and didn't dies. even pay half. Yeah, that bitch ate a pizza. That fat bitch doesn't pay me. 
I do really like having attractive friends. <laughs> you know, I used to be really into that. Like, I used to always feel like I had to be around good-looking men. Like, and I was never felt like the best-looking guy out of the group. Okay. But, like, I felt like if we went out, boys' night, you know, fucking whatever, and it was like, I don't know. Like, I would, I would migrate towards better looking people yes. and no, I'm not like that anymore it's very superficial and I think I get it probably a lot from my mom because she really cares about looks like that's the first thing she always mentions you know like <laughs> yeah, growing she always, up like your like, oh, facial oh, hair oh look at your facial hair oh look at your look at your chin look at your no she's not that bad but it's always positive it's always positive unless it's negative oh my god uh, <laughs> which is most of the things that yeah. she says my mom said negative shit to my sister about her weight her whole life and then my sister now I think she has an eating disorder yeah yeah and I'm and I'm like you can't fuck your kids life up like that you have to just be supportive there's a balance you have to teach them how to eat well so they're not humongous when they're older and have yeah. health problems but also so they are like feel good about their body and how was your mom's body she's so she's good, actually. She was, actually. Yeah, she's yeah, fine. Usually, she's like 5'9 and slender. Perfectly fit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's great. She's fine. But I think it's just because she doesn't eat. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really healthy. Which is really healthy. It's really good. But that's the other thing, too. You're telling people how to fix themselves. Meanwhile, you know, you could possibly be a disaster yourself. But I, I don't think you— a disaster. Yeah, but I think, I think you're less of a disaster. I think— you're becoming less of a disaster and well, over I, time. Well, I'm, I think I'm pretty balanced yeah. as far as I'm not crazy. I try not to teach my clients to be crazy with their diets because a lot of them go nutsos. Well, you only eat Skittles. I eat Skittles. <laughs> well, only one at a time. No, but you don't, <laughs> I don't feel like your diet is like a trainer's diet. You don't eat like five small meals a day. You don't cook chicken and broccoli and fucking. Well, I don't know. have time. Well, true, but. I do eat healthy during the day. I go to, yeah, yeah. I go to dig in and Whole Foods. Yeah. But I, I, it's always prepared food. But then you have a cake for dinner. I do eat cake for dinner almost every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to eat healthy. If I don't eat healthy, I my butthole hurts or <laughs> or I have indigestion. Like my body falls apart. I like, think a lot of that's psychosomatic with you. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's not. Because I, I, I hate when people say that because they're like, well, no, it's all in your head. That's all emotional. It's like, no, motherfucker, I don't feel well. <laughs> Do you sleep on your left side? Both. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, that's your, that's the Why, side. is that the bad side? No, if you sleep on your left side, it helps digestion. It helps move everything. Oh, shit. I've been sleeping on my right side. You can't do that. That's actually super bad. But my bad. neck on my left side hurts. Then get a different pillow. Get a my pillow. Looking for a sponsor. My pillow. Hi, my pillow. <laughs> not your pillow. Not our pillow. My, my pillow. pillow. <laughs> <laughs> for left side sleepers. And by the way, Marshall, how you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, Marshall's Yeah, Marshall's still sick, but yeah. he's still doing he's well. He's still here. He's still, still here. here with us. Hey, Marshall, how's everyone? How are you doing? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Still nice, I see. Still doing good. Okay, all right. Let's have a nice laugh. <laughs> all right, thanks, Marsh. All right, uh, yeah, come on in. Oh, look who it is. Oh, we have a guest the here. The dirty white night man, the tall guy <laughs> eating food. What are yeah. you eating? Mm. What, did you get food from I the did, lobby? I got, I got a whole meal. I was, out there, I was out there for four minutes. I ate lasagna, cookies, grapes, cheese, crackers, a banana, a half a bagel. I got a Pellegrino. Your are filled. Holy shit. It was great. <laughs> it's all poison. So it's all it was worth it. Talking it. about diets. Oh, what yeah. about them? Yeah. Do you have a good... This is uh, Casey James uh, Salengo, uh, everyone. Hey, James how Lango. you doing? The dirty white nightmare. <laughs> uh, the wild country phoenix. The play-by-play boy. The one-man party bus. 
How you doing, <laughs> listeners? The group photo extraordinaire. Come on, I was Come looking on. all right. I don't look great in pictures. I'm too sexy to no. capture on film. No. Yeah, yeah, film doesn't quite get you. Which is <laughs> great true. for your line of work. It's hard. Your face kind of, like, live looks like, like a lot of pixels that are, like, widened and stuff. Like, you look horrible, you know? No. So, anyway, a, no, no, he's a, a great-looking man. He's a great-looking man. He's kind of, he's weird-looking. I'm weird-looking, but I got a, I got a woodsy charm to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got a brawn, brawny, brawny. I'm a brawny man. <laughs> You're a brawny. Your dad could be the brawny guy. You get that? My dad. If you saw my dad back in the day, he was a fucking stud. Yeah, he was a stud, but you can't grow a mustache. I so can't. He had a thick mustache. Did you meet your dad? I know my dad, yeah. I've met oh, him several times. Awesome. That's unbelievable. Yeah. unbelievable thing I, know, to I, told, I told Mara that he died. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still sweaty Eddie, running strong. Like, we got to get Casey on. He killed his father. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not. The jury's still out. How are you doing? Good to see you again. Good we were to together last again. night. I know. Super mm. fun. Talking a lot of shit to me. It was Ta- great. I know. I know. We're we're in. In. She's a real Save shit talker. Save it for the pod. Yeah, yeah she is. She, she's really, you know, happy with herself. So she- <laughs> I know. She was, like, so happy. And then I did I did well, but I did a joke that an old, it's an old joke. And I was like, oh, God, I wish I didn't do that. And she's like, yeah, I'm tired of hearing it, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, Which joke is that? The weed joke. Just all of them, yeah. really. Oh. I had a few of them. <laughs> I really, love that joke. They told me right before I was going to go on stage that I got to go up. I didn't think I was going up. They need someone to close it out. It was a heavy hitter. They bring in the big man. Uh, well, they said the show was yeah. over yeah. <laughs> right before him. Yeah. They go, thanks so much. This is our next, <laughs> yeah. our, ne- our last comedian. And then they come back and like, you want to do a set? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all sweeping, but you want to <laughs> <you wanna, laughs> yeah. jump there's on not, in there? There's nothing the audience loves more than one extra unexpected, <laughs> non-famous comedian. <laughs> yeah, the worst is when they're like, we got one more for you. Can you do one more? Yeah. We got a special drop in. Do you think you got enough energy for one more? <laughs> like, no, no, I don't. I don't. I really don't. Re- this has been three hours. <laughs> I hate it. I wanted to leave an That's hour actually ago. A, we, I had a lot of fun. It was a fun time. It's it a, a, a great show. Really great show. Yeah. Three of Cups yeah, on First good. Avenue Fair. and Fifth with Corey and Kevin. Corey and Kevin, my boys. Yes. I'm just yep. writing down that they owe us $7. <laughs> Yeah, no, okay. I've done that show a few I know. times. It's fun. It's a good you show. You had a residency there. Yeah, that they took back. They took back. They gave me a year-long residency that ended up being six months. But it was great. I'm not <laughs> complaining. No one gives me res- No one gives me a week-long residency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. I'm proud of you, bud. But enough about me. Let's get into you. Ooh, somebody please get into me. <laughs> <laughs> you are a good friend. We've been sure. friends what four years. I would. When did you move here? I moved. You. I met you like the first. Yeah, four first and a half years here, right? ago. You, you, had a, you had a joke about a cat running for mayor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I gotta deep, prolific. Hey, it's it's more about it's geopolitics <laughs> than anything. I just threw a cute lens. You know what I mean? I'm, I met Andrew. He was at like. If you could draw a frat boy, it was Andrew. He had like a, he had like a dirty white baseball cap. Yeah. And like uh, uh, the Mets hat. You might have yeah. had a puka shell necklace. I don't yeah, remember. I had puka shell. <laughs> Shut up. Are you serious? Yeah. I had had I've worn not puka. I had a what's the other one with the Was it the, digging what, in when you were swole? Was it digging into the neck? Yeah, man. I love that. I used to, I used to only lift neck. <laughs> <laughs> just neck. Because my head was too big, so I just lit neck. <laughs> Monday oh, through wow. Thursday neck, Friday through Sunday neck. More neck. neck. <laughs> it is so funny, those guys. It's just that little head I down know. thing. And but then they just like... <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's sick. It's so they embarrassing. They can't even stand, but their heads on. They got this. Yeah, okay, even, so... Yeah. 
Hello. Hi. Yeah, what we else? love you That's, here. I yes. love you guys. You're great. Great friends. <laughs> it's nice here, huh? It's really nice. Look at this. I know. Yeah. We've I'm, really made it. I record my podcast in my friend's apartment, and we're getting yelled at the whole time by his roommate. <laughs> and uh, this is so. This is nice. This is very professional. This is great. I know. It's awesome. Yeah, you're missing Marshall though, who usually sits oh, on the couch. Oh, he's the best. Yes, I heard about Marshall. But Sorry, he, is, Marshall. Is he is here best. though. He's here in sound. You are such a fucking <laughs> dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Marsh. Uh, ah, yes. Hey, what did you do that for? Did it just for you. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's We're not making fun of you. That's not fucking nice. Okay, Marsh. <laughs> Wait, are you? I'm very. Is he on the phone or is that a soundboard? That's, a soundboard. that's incredible. Yeah, wow. yeah they it's made awesome. they made it here. So it's a little different than where you record. <laughs> yeah, we just yell into a box. I don't know if it gets recorded. You just have a bum yell out yeah. from the window. Um, okay, so you uh, are, have been divorced? I've never been divorced. <laughs> then why are you here? I don't know. <laughs> do that to the I've, I've been in multiple long-term relationships that were the length of probably longer than your marriages, I would yeah. say. <laughs> Uh, so don't talk shit. And my parents are divorced, so whatever the hell you want to talk to me Thank about. Thank God. I'm an okay. open book. <laughs> you think that's why you have problems? That's no, no, I think they stayed together. I'd have more problems. Oh, yeah, maybe, actually. Mm, I don't know. What, uh, so where are you from? You're from? Well, so I'm from Vermont. I was born in Vermont. And then as a baby, when I was, when I was about three, we moved to upstate New York. Nice. Yeah, thank nice. you. Nice. Both mom and dad at the time? No. Oh. They got divorced when I was in utero. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sexy. Fancy. Did, did they have any other kids, older? Yeah, yeah, I've got an older brother and sister. Your mother was pregnant with you mm -hmm. and going through the stress of a yeah. divorce. It makes sense now. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, why yeah, it all yeah. makes sense. Well, it was a lot of pressure, yeah. <laughs> My dad was in jail when I was born. It was a hot, a hot <laughs> scene up in Vermont. <laughs> So, <laughs> out of action. Why was he in jail? Yeah, how did he go to jail? How did Daddy? Well, it's go to actually the divorce and the in the jail are pretty closely related. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was... Can you just sing it in a country song? <laughs> well, my daddy was bipolar, and he fought a bunch of cops. He stole a car and threatened my mom, and she had a high. Yeah, so, yeah, go ahead. So, my dad was bipolar, uh, and nobody... Oh, my mom's bipolar. Really? Yeah. Cool. It's a lot of fun. It's a wild time. He was like, the, he would just always do wild shit when he was younger, but his family was very, like, reserved. They didn't want to admit, even though he was, like, uh, just, like, doing wild shit, just, like, fighting cops all the time, just, like... He's known as like a very tough, like badass guy, just because he was like he was very strong, but he also had a, a mental illness, so he would just do whatever the fuck, and he didn't care. So, what happened was my mom was home; she was pregnant with me, uh, and my brother and sister were there. So he, alive, they were alive. Everyone Outside was alive. Outside of utero. <laughs> yep, yep. I was okay. in there growing, just a bubbling. <laughs> My little teeth are brewing. Your head growing. My little hammerhead head. All head. Yeah. Uh, and so I recently, so I thought, I recently got this whole story is that my dad, so he got put in a drunk tank for the night because he's out drinking mm -hmm. and he got pulled over. They took his car. So he gets out of the drunk tank. So this is when he was in like a manic state, but nobody was really, really knew what was going on. Okay. And he goes, he's like, where the fuck is my car? And they're like, it's at the impound lot. You got to go get it. So he's like, all right. So he goes out. He pulls another guy out of his car. So he steals that car to go get, get this. his car. Get his car. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Is like a Grand Theft Auto. He's like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> he's exactly like a, So he goes to get, so he gets his car. Uh, he goes home. 
And I guess my my yeah my mom and brother and sister were there and they were like babies. So he starts like he's like I'm gonna cook a meal. I'm gonna cook a meal. He like doesn't tell him what the hell is going on. And he's like he's like bordering out certain parts of the kitchen. He's like everybody you stand here. Nobody come in the square. So I guess what he did was he just like put everything we had in the kitchen in a big pot and like just started boiling it. And uh, my mom at the time was like this is a little fucked up. And she like called my aunt who was my dad's sister. Who, <laughs> So she immediately knew because my 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 mom never called me. This is my aunt Seal. As soon as her name's Seal. Seal. Cecile, I believe, but they call oh. her Seal. Aunt uh, Seal. Yeah. Aunt Seal. She's Seal. a Seal. Seal. <laughs> She's a sea lion. Uh, it's very confusing. Uh, so she picks up immediately because my mom never calls her. She's like, "Is everything all right?" And my mom's like, "No." She's like, "All right, I'll be right there." So while this is going on. My, my dad's like feeding the stew to my brother and sister. And I talked to my, I guess my sister's like, I'm not going to eat that. My brother's like, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like a, there's a shoe in there, dad. It's just literally. Yeah. So while this is all going on, the, um, so the cops have been called because he stole a car, which you're not. So he stole a car. He got his car. He got his car. Okay. So by, they're like, while he's home, they're figuring all this out. Um, my, and this is a small town. It's a very small so town. So not much of this kind of stuff happened. No, this, this is, is big hot, news. This is a hot ticket, bro. Okay. And uh, so my aunt comes over to, like, talk to some sense to him, and he, like, freaks out. And um, while, and then while she's there, the cops come. So a bunch of cops come. <clears throat> my dad, like, takes off his shirt, and he ties a camouflage bandana around his head. And there's, like, a bay window, and he just stands there with, like, two big knives. <laughs> this is why you love wrestling. By the bay window. Yeah, this is very—if I, if I was alive at the time, I'm like, this is fucking cool. I'm staying. Uh, so my aunt got me and my mom and my brother and sister out of there. We took off. He went to jail. They arrested him, and uh, yeah, so, he, had so he, two, he was holding two knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did he wrestle with the cops? Well, I don't know because they. Well, you're in utero. They left <laughs> before the cops got to him, so they got arrested. But I did. Yeah, it's very. So, interesting. what city in upstate New York did you move to? So this was this was in Benson, Vermont, and we moved to Franklinton, New York, which is uh, near the Catskills. How long was your dad in jail before you moved? I don't know. It's very... See, the whole timeline... See, I asked my mom questions, and she doesn't remember shit. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I don't... Anything I ask her about... I have, like, a scar on my, um, <laughs> like, my pubic area. <laughs> and I asked her for you... So this is, like, my whole... She doesn't know... She Wait, doesn't remember anything. Where? On my pubic region, not my dick, not my balls, where the mons pubis. So you have you like a, a like a a surgery scar. Yes, I have a boobs. surgery scar. And when I was younger, I remember asking my mom, be like, "What is this?" And she's like, mm, "I don't know." And I was like, "I don't know what the fuck." And then I was like, I kept so as I got you were older, just waving your dick at her. And going, yeah, I was like, "What, what is, is this? <laughs> what is this?" Talk to me, mommy. Why is this so small? Yeah, she. Um, yeah, yeah. She's not even talking about the scar. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. like, I asked her a bunch of times, and she never knew. And then by the time I got to be like 16, I was starting to think, I was like, was I like a, was I a girl? Did I have like a transition? Was I like a hermaphrodite? And they cut off my pussy or whatever and turn into a dick? Because you need to take tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess so I didn't know what was going on. And then I Wait, was like, uh, he I, takes a little testosterone. I have to take this. I have a, I have a pituitary gland problem. So I have to Got take, it. This is a lot of information coming out at once. Yeah. I'm sorry, I drank a lot of coffee. No, so that's fine. Really it's fine. It, so <laughs> there's a lot of coffee. Anyway, she didn't know. It turned out it was a, uh, it was a her- hernia scar. She totally forgot I had a hernia as a baby. What? Yeah, she totally forgot about. It. So I thought this whole time I thought it was a girl, and uh, she's just an idiot. <laughs> 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 I like that. That's where your head went. I mean. Yeah, what? When? When did they get divorced? How long was your dad in jail? Well, I don't. He was in jail when I was born. I know. So yeah. I think 
probably. They got divorced, though. You never really met. When did you meet your father for the first time? I don't remember. I mean, when I was a baby, he was always around. Oh, he was around. When I remember. So he would come visit us every two weeks, and we had, like, a good relationship. So. It's easy to get a divorce when they're incarcerated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Everyone's pretty, it's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah we get it. People two get months it. out. Who, who messed up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the pregnant lady or the guy in jail? Yeah, yeah the pregnant or the guy <laughs> holding knives. <laughs> I the wish window. they gave him custody. That'd be hilarious. But I don't know. I think he deserves his yeah. yeah, You live in jail with him as a baby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. It's great. He's got the coolest jail, jail stories. Sometimes we get high in the truck. And he what did he say? And what's the coolest one? Just like he would fight. Like one time, he was just like getting fights all the time. He was just such a scrappy guy. Like one time he was did playing basketball. Did they medicate basketball. him in there? I don't think they did because I don't know. I don't know if they knew until he got out because he had to go to a mental hospital too and then they figured it out. They're both. They, I ask them all these questions, and they're always very hazy on the on the well, details. Well, trauma does that to your brain. I guess that's true. Yeah. But he was just like getting fights all the time. One time, this he tried to stab a guy with a pencil. This is big guy that was like in the shower, <laughs> and he was always fucking my dad. So my dad went up. Wait, what? Wait, what? So he had, all right. So I'm sorry. I'm talking too fast. Uh, there's no, this, no, no we, we got it. We, he we fucked the guy in the shower. <laughs> he got fucked. No, 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 no. There's this guy, the big, this huge guy in jail who'd always like. Fuck with my dad. He wouldn't oh, fuck him. Uh, He'd always like. So you gotta be way more specific. I'm very. I apologize to my father. I don't believe he's been penetrated by another man. Um. So my dad like went up to allegedly. Him, allegedly, and he. I guess there was like a glass door in the shower, and my dad yeah. went up and he slammed it on him, and it shattered all over the place. So this guy went up later, and like found him in the in the in the food line, and my dad knew this guy was coming for him. So he had like a sharpened pencil. I don't know how the hell he got his hands on a sharpened pencil, but um, the guy attacked me. He said he was bigger, and the guy, like, so the guy was on top of him, and my dad said he was about to stab him in the face. <laughs> he had the pencil, and then everybody swooped in and took the guy away. So it's just a lot of stories like that yeah. with him, like, getting in fights with other people. He's always winning. <laughs> I know. and it's Well, I, here's the thing is that I he doesn't want to tell them to me, and he's always very embarrassed. So I feel like he's telling the truth when he tells them because it's not like he's proud and he's boasting. I have to, like, force them out of him. Have you ever been in a fight? God, no. When I, when I was in fourth grade, I was. What happened? Well, I moved from a class, I moved from a school that had like 60 kids per grade to a school that had like 14 kids in the grade. So it was all like one school. And everybody called me a city slicker. <laughs> so a big boy. Yeah, yeah. Everyone thought I was a big deal because everyone in town knew each other. And I was Look just at like the an kid outside. with shoes on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the time, I lived in a place where we didn't even have hot water. I had to like boil water once a week to bathe. And I just smoked, and we had wood smoke. So we used like a wood stove. So I must have smelled like shit every day. <laughs> I had hair down to like my no, shoulders. No, mesquite. Yeah, that nice mesquite. Yeah, nice mesquite. <laughs> like a little barbecue potato chip. Remember there was Abercrombie wood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just Abercrombie wood. No, that's real wood. <laughs> That's real. Wood. Real That's wood. actual wood in my pocket. Uh, so there's this one kid, Joe Van Valkenburg, that would just fuck with me the most, and I had to fight him every day at recess for a week, and nobody ever stopped it, which was very weird. I remember That's looking fucked. up at the at the teacher's aides and being like, "Someone should step in here." <laughs> But that's the only time I fought. So when you're, so you were raised essentially by your mother. Yeah, I was then- raised by my mother, and uh, yeah, and so I was raised by her. My dad would come. Uh, every other weekend to visit, and, like, for summers and vacations, we'd go to his house. Do you feel like that, like, were you, you were closer with your mom than your dad? Or I would Or did you, like— Sure. Well, it's the weird thing where—I guess I was closer to my mom. It's the weird thing where you don't realize she's the one, like, doing all the work and really taking care of you. 
Just cool dad comes but in. But cool dad comes in and just like buys me a wrestling toy. And I'm like, this dad's way cooler. Dad's way cooler. Yeah. He was, he was just easygoing. He never disciplined me at all. He never like disciplined us whatsoever, which I was a pretty good kid anyway. But so, you know, mom was there doing the disciplining, doing all the shitty work. So, you know, you like dad more because he buys you toys and food and shit. And you guys would kiss sometimes. We'd kiss on the mouth uh, <laughs> until I was way too old. For real? Yeah. Yeah, we kiss. You didn't see that picture? I've used it probably a yeah, hundred times. Know. Oh, I passionately <laughs> kiss him on the mouth. He had his face. I didn't know if that was like one of your stepdads. No, that's my real father. I never <laughs> kissed a stepfather on the mouth. Well, so that's so when your mom. Are you gonna kiss your own kids? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I try. I'd like to think I wouldn't, but I'm. A, I love babies. I love children. If it was my own child and it looked like me, I would probably fucking make out with it. <laughs> I'm so in love with it. I yeah. couldn't help it. You'd find it so attractive. I was like, this is a beautiful This is the best looking baby. This baby's yeah. all head. <laughs> yeah, this baby is one big head with shoes. So your mom, though, would date a lot or no? Yeah, yeah. So she would have, um, well, it was kind of just like a ro- rotating cast of dudes where she had bo- long-term boyfriends, but it always end horrifically. <laughs> like how? Like, I remember the first guy I remember being with and breaking up with was this guy, John. Who looked like... At what point in their relationship would she introduce you guys? Well, it's usually pretty fast. She would, like, work really fast to get them into the house and to start paying for stuff. And, like, because <laughs> they always had better jobs and they, like... So, this guy, John, I remember being around. Since I remember, and he liked my sister a lot more than, like, he didn't like me and my brother very much. And um, I just remember being little and him coming home. They were, like, out at a bar. I was probably, like, six... I recall, and he came in, and he's like, me and your mother are fucking done. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I'm like, what happened? She goes, she's a fuck, she's fucking crazy. I guess they got in like a fight outside of a bar, and he like shoved her and and broke her purse. And he's telling me, and I was like, this is, even at the time, I remember being like, that seems like a lot for me to know. (laughs) And then he was gone, and then I think that's what Ace came in next after that. Ace was the next one. Ace was the worst. Ace was the worst? Yeah. Why was he the worst? He was, I think he... First his name. First his name, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first time I met him, I walked out. That's his God-given name? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I walked out in the kitchen when I was a boy, and I was, like, asleep. I was looking for, like, a midnight snack. And there's just this man sitting at my table, like... If you could imagine, like, a white trash dude, like, a greasy mustache, a mullet, <laughs> like, shitty tattoos... He's sitting there, like, drawing pictures of the Tasmanian devil. He's like, come here, sit, sit, sit in my lap. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and he's, like, trying to teach me a draw. I'm like, yeah. who, the ho- who are you? Why are you in my house? <laughs> he was the worst. I believe he was a, uh, I believe he was in the, to the cr- crack. I believe he smoked crack. Oh. Uh, and you've where's, heard the story about. Where's your mom meeting these guys? Just the bar, I yeah. think. She was, you know. She was a booze hound? Yeah, yeah, she's a booze hound. Oh, I was like, was she a bartender? <laughs> no, no, She's no, a patron. No, no, no. no yeah, yeah. No, she's the girl in the corner in the bar. She's a fun lady. Uh, <laughs> she's a lot of... Well, you know how my parents met. Um, I don't. Actually, you've never heard. <laughs> well, my dad was a bouncer at a bar in Vermont. Threw her out. No, well, yeah. So the threw her in. The owner, <laughs> the owner came up to him and was like, "Ed, there's this crazy bitch outside. She's hammered. She's pretending she works here. She's collecting cover charges from everybody that comes in." And he went over, and that was my mom, and they fell in love. 
Ah, oh, that's a bouncer dream. Yeah. I know. I can't believe my mom must have been cool as hell when she was younger. She sounds cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. was kind of young when they got divorced, then, right? Like, or She's young enough like where 30. she thirty. So young enough where she could still date. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or not saying that you can't date at thirty. I'm just saying she was. Jesus. Mm. So it wasn't like cool. 31 when she was yeah. dried up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I stayed there. I was there more. She wasn't like, yeah. She wasn't like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gross. You're right. She was still cool. So then, <laughs> look, I didn't mean that like that. I remember, no, that one lady got mad at me. That one old lady got mad. I shouldn't say old lady either, but that was a joke. But you remember, you can date at any age. You can ladies. date at any age, whether you're Married divorced. If you get divorced not, at ninety, yeah. if you get divorced on your deathbed, you can still get I some did a random show dick. A couple weekends ago, and there was an eighty-nine and a ninety-one-year-old on a first date. Aww. I know. How did they get and out? And they told me that they were going to pray for me at the end oh, wow. of the show. They're like, we're going to pray for you. I think that's about right. I was like, thanks. You could use a little prayer. <laughs> 91 and 89? Yeah. First Who was date. 91? The guy? The, yeah. Ooh. I know. Yeah, going yeah, young. Young little hot dame. Wow. I know. I thought they had some like long-term romantic story. And I was like, no. oh my God, what's your story? And they're like, this is our first date. <laughs> Where the you hell never they, hear that. Where, where do they meet? At their house. Oh. At their place that they live in. How did they yes, get yes, out? Yes. Did they have a t- caretaker? Yeah, there's a whole table of old people. <laughs> they, they'd shoot through the cage. <laughs> <laughs> How did they get out? What, what world do you live in? <laughs> hey, she was so old. What was she, 31? <laughs> the 91 and 80, a 91-year-old man old. can't do shit. Were 91 they like, is actually, insanely they were pretty, old. Like, they're with it. Yeah, they really? were totally with it. That's great. And for them to know at the end that I needed prayer, yeah, yeah, they were 100 well, lucid. <laughs> they've seen a lot. They've seen a lot of trash, <laughs> but you were number. I was like at the top. Yeah, they're like we thought we saw it all. You're like a dirty flapper. <laughs> <laughs> but old. But old. Yeah, but what are you? 34, 35. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, so then you got Scuddy. Oh no. No, Ace. No, Ace. We're still on Ace Boone so yeah. Ace was there. Ace was Ace was into a lot of weird shit. I remember one time coming home from my dad's house for the summer, and uh, all our like furniture was gone. <laughs> really? And I was like, "What's uh, what's going on?" I remember my mom making up some story and mm-hmm. being like, oh, "It's coming back later." And I was like, "Hmm, that's weird." <laughs> so I think Ace was like in for some money with some people, and they like came and took all our shit. But then like. He figured it out and brought it back later. So Ace is the worst one. And they broke up. I just tell a joke about this where we were, it was Thanksgiving. <laughs> and we were going, we were already a couple hours late. We were going to my aunt's house. And Seal? No, this is Aunt Sissy. <laughs> aunt Sissy. Uh, Can you just name your family members? Uh, aunt Sissy, Aunt Nudie, uh, aunt, aunt Seal, and then everyone else. What's your mom's name? Uncle Denny. Uncle Denny. My Dan. mom is Susie, Boozy Susie, we call it. Uh, <laughs> Right, so, so Ace, so Ace, so we get in the car. We're already late, and I'm just so hungry. I was a little kid, and I'm just like, "Fuck, I just want to eat turkey." And as soon as we're pulling out, my mom's driving, and Ace is in the passenger seat, and Ace just starts going, "Take me to my mother's house." And mom's like, "No, Ace, we're already late. What the hell? We're going to Thanksgiving." And he goes, "Take me to my mother's house." And she goes, "No." And he goes, "All right, well, this is happening." And he opens the door to the moving car. He rolls out into the road, and he runs into the woods. And I never see him again. <laughs> 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 so that's, that's how he lost Ace. Yeah. It's almost better than the first story. At least he got out without yelling at you. You know, the first guy. Yeah, I know. In. I was like, well, it's a clean break. A clean break. <laughs> 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 the best case scenario. 
He lives in the woods now. Yeah, no, he lives in the woods. He has yeah. a new family. They're squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> better than you. Better than me. Brand new sure. and better than you. Stole their furniture too, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All, little, all the trees are gone. All the trees are gone. Holy shit. So okay, you, then? Yeah. So then <laughs> there was Haggy. Haggy was around for a while. Uh, he was all right. He uh, he had an old like wooden trunk that was trunk or truck. Tr- oh, like truck. he had a truck that was like mostly made out of wood. It was the most white trash piece of thing you've ever seen. And he'd come to pick me up from school, and I'd make him like park across the street because I was so embarrassed. And uh, a lot just, of wood like, in run. your life. There's too much wood. In my life. <laughs> I'd like run to the truck and like dive in it. Get so a splinter. No see me because everyone, my friends were like rich, and I was like embarrassed. And I was like, you know, you're you're a kid. You're like insecure. And uh, so I'll just try to hide all this shit. So he was, he was fine. He threw an ice cream carton at me one time. That was the most. That was the worst thing. Because I put it back in the freezer, and there was only like a bite left. Yeah. He's like, "What the fuck was you put this in the freezer?" And he, so that was fine. And then he, they broke up. <laughs> he put a brick in it. Oh, he, he threw yeah. it. He was the one. He was one. This is another story. I, this is, sounds very similar to the last story I told. That uh, we came home from my dad's house one time. And uh, we, me and my brother go to the house that we lived in and everything's gone. And this is when I was a little bit older. And not only is everything gone, my parents, mom and Haggy are gone. There's no one in the house. Okay, how much furniture do you have? <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of furniture. But so we had no idea what happened. I remember me and my brother just like walked a, wa- a mile to the one gas station down because we didn't know what to do. And we were just like, well, I don't <laughs> I guess we're abandoned. And uh, Haggy came in, luckily, to the he, gas station? To the gas station. He was buying, like, uh, just getting gas. He's like, oh, hey, boys, what are you up to? And we're like, oh, our house is gone. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, we moved. I'm like, you probably should have told us that you moved. We're children. So uh, he's like, all right, so we get in the truck, and we go. They were camping for a while, and then we went to a new house from there. Um, oh, my God. You are such white trash. I know. It's awesome. So then Haggy, they broke up. <laughs> and then who would my mom date? My dad would show up with shit. Vehicles also, but he was always like redoing them. Oh yeah, and yeah. I was so always like, cool. "Look at this old piece of crap! <laughs> mm. I get to ride home in. This <laughs> yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it's way cooler if it's a fixer up. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, if yeah. it's a tree falling yeah. apart <laughs> with a wheel. It's a carved out tree. Yeah, it's just put together pushing with sap, pushing with your feet. Like <laughs> yeah. a always, no, no, he's fixing it up. He's, he's putting pine on there. <laughs> but every time I smell spilled oil, I'm like, "Oh, Dad! Oh, <laughs> oh that's yeah. so romantic. That's sweet." Not romantic, but... Yeah, I was like, know. I wouldn't fuck my dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure, whatever you Sometimes want. I just fill up my car with gas and I mm. pour some on me. And <laughs> I'm just like, oh, daddy. My- daddy. 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 <laughs> daddy, where'd you go, daddy? <laughs> oh, I can text you. <laughs> okay. You're burping a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry. Drinking. I've never had this. Ooh, this is fancy water here. What is this? Pellegrino. San Pellegrino. Yeah. yeah. Only the best for our boy. Spicy water. I like it. <laughs> spicy. That's what I call seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what uh, <laughs> spicy water? How old yeah, are you at this point? With this, Haggy, right now. Yeah, <laughs> right now. No, Haggy. Let's see. I was in um, when he left. I think Did I was you have in to seventh camp grade. With them? Well, I yeah, I camped with them for a while, and then we well, we moved to an RV for a while after that. That was with Brian. So Brian was her the boyfriend she had for. A, so I know he tells Scuddy in the joke. Scuddy's a guy. I'm not fact joke. checking your joke. I don't know if you're yeah. fact checking. Well, Scuddy was always like around. Also, our listeners yeah. might not and know. And my your mom jokes. says they all know my jokes. I'm very <laughs> I'm world famous, world class comedian. Um, 
And she said she didn't date him, but he was around a lot, and he yeah. was a strange dude. So I don't know. But Brian was the one she dated from probably early, early high school until I graduated like college. So he's your father. He's probably the most father figure. Kind of. But he was. Uh, I didn't realize this. They didn't tell me his age because she was at this point was like early forties, mid forties, and I thought they said he was like thirty six, and I was like, that's a little young, but whatever. And then his birthday rolled around one time, and they're like, happy 27th birthday. Oh, boy. So he was like 27. My mom was like in her mid to late 40s. So he it was weird because he was young and he was dumb as hell. He was so dumb. <laughs> he was the dumbest He wasn't man. smart like Haggy and Scotty. No, Haggy was a scholar. <laughs> Haggy was a road scholar, actually. Um, but he was cool. I actually well, like— was the dumbest thing that he did or said? I remember just little things. <laughs> he would just do stupid things all the time. Like he had this tattoo— on his arm, it said Harley Davidson, and it had like a big, like a naked graphic woman. And he's like, he's like, when I get my bike someday, she's gonna be on top of that motorcycle. And I was like, have you ever had a motorcycle? He's like, no. Uh, I was like, do you ride motorcycles? He's like, not really. But uh, so he just got this graphic naked woman on his arm for no reason. And I remember one time I was watching him cut wood outside. Uh, this is I don't know why I was watching him cut wood, and so we had like this big window. Wood I was like. Again. And uh, there's so much wood, I know. My whole life was wood. So he's chopping wood. He's wearing, like, all his clothes, normal, right? I was raised by wood beggars. <laughs> he walks, like, out of, like, screen of the window so I can't see him. Comes back, like, shirtless to chop wood. Normal, right? And then he goes, he leaves again, comes back. He's wearing a huge beaded Indian necklace. <laughs> to chop wood? To Indian shirtless chopping wood. And I don't know why he's doing this. I don't like know a where ritual? he found it. Like, one that goes all the way up your neck. And I remember just laughing so hard. I was like, what the fuck is this <laughs> idiot my, doing out there? That's dad, my dad. get that necklace You're like looking there. down on him. <laughs> yeah, he was just, uh, yeah, he was dumb. But he was funny. And uh, he was cool, but they broke up when I... Your mom seems like a hopeless romantic. Like She, she is. That's how I feel bad. The older I got, I felt bad for her because she's like, I think she really was. Is she in a stable relationship now? She's with a, yeah, she's with a guy named Will, they, who I almost got in a fight with before at a bar before they even met. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. It's a good start. So I didn't realize it until they were already dating for like a year. I was, and then I was like, this my friend was like, isn't it funny your mom's dating Will? And I was like, why? She's like, remember you, you guys almost fought at that bar? And I was like, oh, that's that fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, so they're together. They're good. It feels, yeah. I've, mm, you know when you get older, and I don't know how much this is true, but it just seems like you kind of date people out of like you don't, want to be alone, you know, like yeah, out of necessity. Why I yeah, that's why you marry yeah. people. And you kind yeah. of give up a little bit. <laughs> I get on, it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're still holding out, buddy. Um, no one will love me. <laughs> I've seen a lot of ladies. I told you this. I saw a bunch of ladies hitting on him at a, at a show last week. Shut up. <laughs> you don't want me to tell us that? No, it's fine. So he no. does a set. He does great. All these ladies, you were there. And yeah. um, I, all these girls were hitting on him after the show. And I like go to eavesdrop to see what he's talking about, what kind of game he's spitting, and all he's doing is promoting this podcast. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we can 12 down in the got 13 down downloads. I'm like, fuck, Andrew, dude, what are you doing? No, you came at the end. We mm. had a nice conversation about Scissoring. We were talking Scissoring. about Scissoring. Scissoring. Gash bashing. Gash bashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Slam and yep. clam. I thought I did really well that night. I really tried my hardest. And uh, she ended up having a boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to kill him because I think, <laughs> I think she's the one. 
Yep. Yeah. So it seemed like you guys were hitting. At off. least I tried, didn't I? You know. Yeah. You I'm trying. I actually was. He texted me. He was like, "I tried," and I was like, "I'm really proud of you." We like to just see a try. We want we you to like, be happy. It's just the first step. I know, step. but I think you that you your happy. idea of what I should yeah be dating or whatever mm-hmm. or the outcome, I should be in control, of and I know what I want. And I'm not gonna fucking. Set, but I'm not saying settle. But uh, you think I deserve certain certain things that. But I think I deserve. We just someone want you good. to have some practice rounds before. Yeah, before yeah, the I, big game. No, yeah, I just buddy. want the big game. I'm ready. Put me in. Coke. <laughs> Do you remember that time? You're when, not ready. <laughs> remember that time? Who's ready. I saw him make out with a girl one time. Remember this? Oh Andy? God. Oh you God. You was such a fucking <laughs> dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What, oh, did I make? Yeah, yeah. You were sitting. Oh. We were sitting at the bar, and this drunk, this hammer girl comes up, sits next to him. She started hitting on him, like touching him and stuff, and whatever. I turn away for a second. I look back, and they're just making out hard. Yeah. But Andrew, instead of like focusing on the makeout. He's looking past her head at me. He's making eye contact with me, like to show, like, look, I'm making out with a girl. I'm like, no, Andrew, focus. Just I remember this. You were staring at my eyes. You, you have nice eyes. You have nice eyes. I've got beautiful eyes. You have baby sure. blues. I know. But I remember just being like, focus, buddy. Maybe I was more aroused looking at you with a girl's tongue in my mouth. Hey, nothing wrong with that, brother. Yeah. So hey. I want to know what I want to know what you want. That's what I want to know. Okay, but you this show you know. is about yeah. you. Yeah. But I, wa- all right. I want to know what if you've Casey been... What does Casey want? What does yeah, Casey yeah, sure, want? Sure, sure, sure. We'll also, get into that. They, these the listeners know what I want, and okay. it's, it's it's nothing that I'll ever get. But Kim Nelsworthy. Yeah, Kim Nelsworthy. Yeah, where are you? Where are you? Where are you, where are you, are you Kim? Kim? Kim, come back to us. <laughs> come back, Kim. She's a sexy lady, Kim Nelsworthy. Are you in a... Are you in oh. a, uh, okay, so we've got a, are you in a, are you single? What's the deal? What's the story? Yes. Okay. Ready to dingo. <laughs> so, but you've been in, you've been in a few long-term relationships. Yes. Do you feel like your mom having in and out guys not really knowing your dad, like that fucked with your head a little bit? I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew my dad. I think that it's just like I wanted, I created some kind of stability. In my life, so and I was like always a, like a romantic kid. Like you're very romantic. I'm very romantic. Even as a baby, like with the thing where it was like everyone thought girls had cooties. I was like fucking in, in love. Like I stole my <laughs> I stole my my aunt sissy's gold necklace to give to a girl on the bus when I was in kindergarten, and she didn't take it. And uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that's the luckily, saddest story. I know she didn't want it. <laughs> the thief. She didn't take it, so I had to like sadly like sneak it back in order jewelry to it. <laughs> I actually, I, and I had a big crush on that, on uh, this girl in high school. It's the one at that prom party where I got choked oh, out yeah. and then we were supposed to share a tent. Yeah, what happened with that story? I'll tell the story. This is, a, I'll tell no, the story real time. quick. You have time? Yeah, we have time. We have 15 pr- minutes. I was at a prom party. So I had a big crush on this girl, Nicole. No. No. Keep going. Okay. So, and um, she, <laughs> so we were at a prom party, which was just like a cabin in the woods mm-hmm. with a fire because we're in, you know, that's where we lived. And, uh, Somebody comes out of the somebody comes out of the cab and they're like, I think Perry's dead. So Perry's like this twenty four year old is at an after prom party for some reason. I'm like seventeen. <laughs> is I he friends ch- with Brian? Yeah, he feels probably good buddies with Brian. So I go in to check on <laughs> I go in to check on Perry. He had like thrown up, he was face down, but he was fine. And uh I go back later, I tell everyone he's fine. I go back in later, Perry's up drinking again. I'm like, and I go, Perry, uh, everyone thought you were dead earlier. I came in to make sure you're alive. And someone goes, Yeah, he checked by 
putting your dick in his mouth. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm no EMT or whatever. Perry just starts- I'm no EMT. <laughs> yeah. Perry starts choking me, right? And he's like a big like man. And I was just like a fat little kid. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Everyone's cheering. I was like, Perry, no, please. <laughs> he starts like rubbing my head in this in the half-dried puke that he had oh. on the futon. So anyway, finally lets me go after I like just start playing dead because I don't know what to do. And like I run out of the <laughs> I run out of the cabin and I go to go in the tent. I was like, all right, I like wipe my hair with like wet leaves to get the puke out. And, but I was supposed to be sharing <laughs> with it wood. With wood. <laughs> just like wet wood. I go. Um, so I was supposed to be sharing a tent with this girl Nicole, who I had like a huge crush on. And so I'm like, all right, let me go see. I haven't seen her in a while. I go to like get in the tent and Nicole's in there. Fucking some guy. So I just go sleep in a wet field for the night. It turns out, I found out years later, Nicole, Ace's daughter. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Oh. Actually, no. Because yeah, I know, because there's 10 people in town. with 14 people. It I makes know. perfect sense. It's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's from a different school that I moved to. It was very oh, strange. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. So anyway, I think, yeah. So I've been in relationships. I was in a five-year relationship when I was 17. Got out for six months. Got in another five-year relationship. And then I've been in, like, two year-long relationships since then. I've only been single for, like, a few months at a clip, mostly ever. Hmm. You also grew it. You were fat. You were, like, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a fat, disgusting kid. Yeah, you had a lot of skin. Yeah, and too then, much skin. And then you stretched out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you became a ladies' man. Yeah, well, yeah, there is a thing they say about, like, late bloomers. <laughs> yeah. That they're more prone to, like, womanizing and stuff. And I hope that's not true. I'm not trying to that do that. That doesn't make sense because you're just trying to make up for all the shit you miss. I guess so, yeah. I don't know. But I'm also, trying not to be that. Are you a womanizer? I don't know. What is a womanizer? What, is, what entails no, a womanizer? Not, I don't know. Womanizer. Are you bringing home a lady every night? No, I know. I, I don't like dating... I don't like dating in general. I think that's why I'm, I just get in relationships immediately. I've never had like a real like one night stand. Why do you think your relationship- You've never had a one night stand? No, it always turns into more. Have you ever had a one night well, stand, one Andrew? Night, yeah, a lot. But the, yeah, I can never have a two night stand. <laughs> <laughs> well, a one night stand could be a one night stand. If, if you keep having sex with them, that doesn't mean that you didn't fuck them the first night, right? Not a one no, night a one night no, stand is a, like you fuck and then you but don't talk like anymore. It's like when you thought a five some was with, yeah, with four <laughs> other dudes. <laughs> It could be, and <laughs> it very well could be. So, why, why, what do you think? Why do you, you get out of relationship? Like, what's the problem with you and your relationships? Why you know? I get out of them, or like, yeah, yes, or not just get out of them. Like, where do you think the problems lie? The problems lie. I are think, you the dumper or the dumpy? I'm the dumper every time. Um, Me too. And mm. I just have this idea. Me I too. have this kind of romantic <laughs> ideal that I want, like, I want to be deeply in love, and I don't know what it is. And I don't know how it feels. I feel like I've felt it before fleetingly, but I just like, I want it. And if it doesn't feel exactly like what I envision, then it doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? And okay. I don't want to give up hope yet. And I don't know. I'm sure there's deeper, deep-seated psychological problems why I can't. Have you been to therapy? Fly. Yeah, I go to therapy, and she won't give me any goddamn advice. <laughs> I know they don't tell you she, anything. She said she's a she's like a she's like a she's a young like hot woman, which is also very weird. And she says, "Well, you have a history of just letting women tell you what to do in your life. So if I did that, I would just be continuing the cycle." And I said, "What the fuck am I paying you for?" Yeah, well, I don't pay her; the state pays her. But you know, what's the <laughs> 
What's the Blasio yeah, paying you for? You need like an old dirty man or like an old man to tell you what to do. Yeah, I don't know. You need I'm, a father. Like, yeah. I need a father. I need yeah. my dad. You need, <laughs> dad. you need your dad to come in with knives and, and camo hat <laughs> and just tell you to man up. Just man up. Fall well, do you think that your idea of what love is, like I feel like I, I have that too, of like yeah. whatever that idea is, like that romance, like you say it a lot, the rom-com, yeah. that idea. Like I think we all grew up like watching these movies. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Movies these ideas of like what love is and what we're going to feel and we're always going to be happy. Well, yeah. I was like super in love with my first husband. Yeah. Yeah. The first, the 42-year-old? Yeah. I was super in love with him. Yeah. And then he took became a, a drug. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then he became a lunatic. Well, well I was, dead. I thought I was in love with the girl from college. I think like you give a lot to that first person that you think you're in love mm -hmm. and then it kind yeah. of taints you and then, yeah. and then for you to feel that again, it's got to be like, you think it's got to be perfect so you can actually feel something and, like, feel that desire that you did the first time. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I'd felt any sort of love <laughs> for anybody after that. Yeah. It's hard. I think you, like, put up a wall the more you go because it's, like, once that first thing happens and it fucks up, you're like, well, I can't fucking do that again. I don't know. Like, and you've I've, been the dump dumper. Yeah, I've been the dumper. So, and that's also yeah. been a big problem in relationships I've had is that I think I always have, like, a little part of myself shielded off like my ex-girlfriend that I had for five years I moved to New York with was like she was the type she could talk to anybody like you'd just go to a bar and a stranger would just like all of a sudden start telling her their whole life story out of nowhere it was very weird but she's like you know everybody I know everything about everybody but I've been dating you for like five years and I still don't know who you are so I think I have an, I don't know what it is I feel like I'm very open but I think there's a part of me I keep guarded so, do you just tell them the same things that you tell on like podcasts instead of like the deeper stuff? I don't know. I mean, I'm telling some pretty personal shit on here, so I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I, know. I don't know what I'm hiding. I think I I'm pretty open. I like talking about anything, but it is. I don't know what it is. I'm just scared of like being em embarrassed. It's a lot of power to give someone to like be in love, and they just like they could just hurt you so bad. So yeah, but I think that's that. just you. Just have if you, you say it. it then yeah. it takes the power away also. But it's, yeah, I know, but it's just, it's just so scary. It's so scary. What are you hiding in there that's so embarrassing? I don't know. I'm just like the thinking that, it, I think I was so humiliated as a child too, like through all these situations of like being in love with these girls and just like being shut down uh -huh. constantly that I'm like, I can't go through that again. <laughs> I can't handle another like Nicole fucking a guy in a tent situation. So you feel like you hard. dump, you might dump before you could get hurt or... I th partially, yeah, partially, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's kind of a control thing. I don't know. What has been the most embarrassing thing you've done? What do you mean? Like I don't know. Like you ever shit your pants in real oh, life? Oh, in your life? Yeah. In my life? <laughs> I mean, that getting chucked out of the prom party was pretty goddamn embarrassing. Yeah, that is embarrassing. I didn't but there's like so there's stuff that you do on your own that you're like that would have been embarrassing if other mm, people were around. I never shit my pants. <laughs> didn't you fall off a bridge? I fell off a bridge. That was an embarrassing more than it did give me brain damage. Uh, I fell off a bridge that was about 10, 15 feet high when I was in fourth grade and uh, under my head. That wasn't really embarrassing. I won, I was in a, I won a spelling bee in sixth grade and uh, I went to regionals and I went, they gave me this big book to study and I didn't study it at all. I was like, yeah. I got this. Because when I won the spelling bee, I didn't even know it was spelling bee day. I but just, there was only 14 kids. I know. So I walked in and I was like, all right, here we go. So I go to the spelling bee. I get out my first word and I have to sit on stage for the rest of the thing. I'm just weeping loudly. What was the on word? Stage. Do you remember? I don't remember what it was. It might have been Car. orator. I think it was orator. Oh, O R A T O R. I yeah, I, did. I think it said E R. 
because I'd never heard the word before. Yeah. And I was just so like, for the rest of the spelling bee in front of my parents, my family, I was just weeping on stage. <laughs> this little girl next to me kept being like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. And it was a very, that was with Haggy, and it was a very silent car ride home because everyone was very embarrassed of me. Um, you were, were like the girl from Little Miss Sunshine. I know. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. He's the best. He's going to win state. <laughs> this boy's going to do it. Yeah. Can we Horror do tour. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 no. Lucky, <laughs> I'm stupid. Yeah. Can we do a, a listener mail? Mm, yeah. Do we have time? Do we have time, Justin? Jay Diggity? We've got 10 minutes. 10 Perfect. Minutes. Perfect. Okay. Uh, we just got an email. Uh, it says, hi, Mar and Andrew. First off, I love the show. You two are seriously hilarious. Aww, and I listened during my internship. Um, so now to my question. I've been in a relationship for over six years, and I'm 22. My boyfriend and I live together, and I don't question loving him or if I want to be with him. But I am at this weird point in my life where I feel like the time is quickly passing. Yeah, you're in your prime. Beauty years. Uh, he was my first kiss, first everything, and now we're at the point where people are annoying us about getting married. I'm in grad school, and he's finishing up his undergrad. Uh, he's 23, but took a year longer. <laughs> <laughs> you find out a little, Donald. So we find out a little digs, too. Yeah. So we are nowhere near ready for that, but we both graduate in June. I feel like I want to enjoy life after college, but there are all these pressures to legally commit because we've already been together for a long time. Stop stealing stuff, <laughs> Casey. Stop. No, go through, yeah. I would love to be with him forever, but my parents are divorced, so that's made me a cynic. I guess I'm just like, can this be real? Can be can we really have a future together and have it last? I feel so weird that I won't ever be with anyone else, but we haven't eliminated the option of having threesomes or an open relationship <laughs> at some point. What do you guys think? Any advice would be appreciated. Um, my sister has been in a relationship with her husband for 22 years. They've been married for 15. They're in the same situation. They went to school together. They went to grad school. They both got their PhDs together. They're a lot smarter than me, basically, is what I'm saying. Um... And it worked out great for them. And our parents are a hot disaster. Yeah. So I think it might just be her being scared because she's lived a life of... But they're still like, I don't know, if someone ends it with... He's, <laughs> he might be open for threesomes and an open relationship. I feel like... like I don't think your sister, the bioengineer, would have been like, you know, I kind of want to marry whatever Carl. If we could, my sister bring... won't get naked. In that's front what I'm of saying. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But really? like, I'm like, she... we have the same parts. We but... even got the same doc tit doctor. <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Though I don't think your sister would write in an email if she was asking a question back then, because this girl feel I feel like she really wants to test the waters, and I don't think that that's a problem. I, I just. She wants I, to live a little. She wants to live a little. And I think that she can voice it to him and be honest and don't, like, play games about it and, like, be like, well, maybe I want to marry. I want to kind of keep it here, but I kind of want to, like, play around. I think you need to just be honest and open with him and be like, look, we're young. This We've always been together. Let's take a year to just figure shit out. Or 10 years, however or long whatever. it's going to take. Yeah, whatever. You don't have to set a time. I'm just saying be open about it and yes. talk to him. And I agree that if she doesn't have the feeling that she's ready, because with my first husband, I actually felt like I really wanted to be married to him. And afterwards, you have a, this 
deep connection and you feel like you're working towards something together. So you have, you get more ambitious. It's really claustrophobic. Um, and if you're not ready for that, then you're definitely not ready for marriage. It's crazy. It's a crazy ride. Also, Casey's available for a threesome. <laughs> I'll pop in there. Don't <laughs> get in there, boy. What do you want? I'll get in there. Take a look around. <laughs> pop the hood. Have you ever been in a threesome? Um, uh, hand stuff. <laughs> it's not a threesome, you guys. Why? It's two ladies doing hand stuff in a bathroom. It was pretty cool. You were to just you? watching? Were you no, doing we the hand were, stuff? No, we were doing it to each other. But uh, another girl broke it up because she was jealous. Ew. Oh, so the girl you were dating brought in another girl and then... I wasn't dating anyone. This is at a oh. house, house party. A cabin party. Everything was in a cabin. A lot of wood. <laughs> There's no more wood. It was more wood. What do you think this girl should do? Or what would your advice be? So, what, boil it down to me. I'm sorry. I was trying to get the seltzer off the table. She's <laughs> been with this guy for a long time. Six years. Six, Six years. years. So she's, now she's scared because she doesn't think she's ready for marriage. Yeah. Correct. It's, it's a tough call, man. Uh... Also, you, you have to be ready for threesomes as well. There are emotional repercussions for women, especially. Yeah. For, because you don't, you get jealous. You're like, oh my God, do you like her more than me? Do you yeah. want her more? And then you just, it just like sits in your mind all the I time. I think you you break up and then test it, not bring in a threesome to like <laughs> figure out whether or not you guys should be married. I don't think that that's the way to do it's it. Hard. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to like, you could take a break and like see what's out there, but that's going to fuck with you yeah. for a long time too. I so would it's, just keep riding the way that they're riding. <laughs> you could ride it and then just, but then you're going to question your whole life. Like what if there was something I like to just try there? stuff. Trying, so you think dating someone you your entire life? you look at marriage long? where you could just try it? Yeah, I'm just going to yeah, try just marriage. I feel like she's also in a, like a situation where it'd be like a big wedding. They've been together forever. Yeah. Like, I think maybe she should just, whoever is pressuring her, she should say, listen, this is where we're at. This is where we're, the direction we're going. We may or we may not. I need you to leave me alone. I think that's mm-hmm. what she needs to do. Set a boundary. Yeah, and maintain that it. good. Yeah. It's hard, man. I don't know. My second relationship I was in, a lot of it was like, if I think if I would, would go back now, the age I am now, the stuff I know, I probably like could have made it work. But like at the time, I was young. I was like living in New York City. I was doing comedy. And I was like, you know, it, there's a whole other world out there. I don't really know if this is right for me. I haven't really like, I feel like I need to experience things. Um, so You'll find your lobster. I would love to find my house. That's cute. Um, so I don't know what the answer is because I'm glad I got out of it to experience you, those things, but there's still a part of me that's like, I probably could have made that work. If but I would you want to go back to her? I mean, I don't, I think it's too late now. I don't but know. But I'm saying, so this girl left mm-hmm. with that same idea, then she would be saying to herself, maybe it's too late. I don't think she wants to leave him. Mm. I think she just is getting annoyed by the pressure. Yeah. I think setting boundaries is a hard thing for women to do. Yes, yeah, And maintaining. But DM us if you want. Yeah, DM Casey DM. or me or something. Yeah, come hang out. Just, sure. Just, just, we'll just for talk. The we'll just talk for a three. Your boyfriend doesn't even have to be there. Yeah. <laughs> it could just be me and Casey. Just be Andrew that and I could jerking be the off. There's we'll the be jerking off in the Would corner. you guys fuck the same girl at the same time? Sure. For the pod? Yeah, for the pod. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'll do it for the pod. All right. Well, on that note, that was awesome. uh, yes, it was very. Thank you so thank much you for, for sharing with us. Me, guys. It's a lot of fun. You can listen to my podcast, The Good, The Dad, and The Ugly. Oh, didn't yeah. say you could plug that. Yeah. It's a quick plug. That's, that why can... I, that's why I snuck it in because I noticed nobody wanted to plug. <laughs> 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 
Well, thanks for having me, guys. It's a lot of, of fun. Of course, where you can guys, people no, yeah, find you on the internet? Really? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter at KCJ Salengo, S A L E N G O, KCJamesSalengo.com. And I don't think it's working because <laughs> I didn't pay the fee. Really? Yeah, whatever. Go daddy gets ya. And also he does have a podcast called The Good, The Dad, and The Ugly. Yes. It's very funny. It's Thank three you. guys talking about the dicks. Yep, pretty much. And, and all love. that information will be in the description of our podcast yeah. on iTunes. And you can find Marshall. Where can you find you, Marsh? Sunlunch.com. <laughs> 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 Andrew, where can we find you? Uh, I actually hate that horn. It's, only, <laughs> it's just a Lauren horn. That horn only... Just when Lauren Kubera... Love of my life, oh, lady of my dreams. Something about that horn just makes me angry. Anyways, seriously. <laughs> um, so Andrew T. Collin, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, yeah, keep okay. listening, Yeah, folks. keep listening, and you can follow us on, I'm going to tag everybody on the Happy Never After podcast, or Andrew Will on Instagram, or H&A Pod on Twitter, and then you can always find me at Mara Merrick. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Thank you.